welcome back to the podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Kayleen. And we're Entrepreneurs. A podcast about two gay idiots owning and operating their own businesses in the midst of end stage capitalism. Hey, listeners. Howdy. Welcome back, everybody. Um, So I feel, I'm feeling amazing right now. I just had my birthday on Friday, so I'm just... I feel like I was having some existential crisis about it, um, but then my birthday happened, and then honestly, some like pretty big leaps happened in my life, where I'm just like, okay, I'm like stepping into this, like we're we're going here. This is the vibe. The path is being made. So I'm very excited about this next year. Um, definitely feeling that birthday energy because, like, honestly, listeners, for like a week. I, my stomach was in knots, straight diarrhea. So (laughs) manic pixie gut issues. So, um, we're on the other side of that. We could say that shit is solid and we're feeling really good. So that's, that's how we're doing right now. What's up with you, Kayleen? You've had quite a, quite a tumultuous week. I mean, as uh, to sound like a broken record, dear listeners, I'm very busy. <laughs> I go from not busy at all to like, um, you know, six events in one weekend for three weekends in a row. Tell us um, about the spicy busy, though. Yeah, the spicy busy, though, is that here in New Orleans, we just can't catch a fucking break. Um, last Tuesday, we uh, last it was last Tuesday night or was it last Wednesday? I can't remember. Uh, there was a, a tornado, a tornado touchdown um, in New Orleans, and about mm, maybe a mile from my house, maybe I would say less. A mile. Yeah, yeah. It was in the lower ninth ward, and I'm in the upper ninth ward, so not that far. Just on there the other is side, a river separating it. Just yeah, it was just on the other side of the canal. Um, and yeah, it was really quite a surreal experience to uh, once again in less than a year have my city like huge swaths of my city like without power and people who's still have tarps on their roofs from Hurricane Ida um, fighting a tornado <laughs> uh, and losing. Um, and so I don't know, it was just a, it brought up a lot and it's also just like, I'm busy and so many other people I know are busy and the difference between a tornado and a hurricane is a tornado's targeted. So just, so some people had their lives absolutely wrecked and then the rest of the city existed around to them like normal. It wasn't like mm-hmm. everything screeched to a halt. Like when we have a hurricane, the whole city didn't lose power. It was just a couple blocks. Um, and so, I don't know, it was just a very odd experience to, like, have natural disaster trauma again and then be like, oh, but I'm, work's too busy. I can't process this right now. Um, and it makes me wonder, I feel like on a bigger scale, that's kind of like what we're all going through right now, is uh, terrible, traumatic things happen every day. Um, and we just kind of have to keep going to work. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's just a, it's, it's a fucked up fucked up system we're living in mm-hmm. yeah yeah so spicy oh, and, <laughs> spiciest take it might happen again tonight we've got spicy we're under busy. the same the same warnings and conditions we were a week ago when the tornado touched down so so i kind of want to take this moment to kind of uh talk about tour because it's it's happening a lot mm-hmm. so um and i feel like especially for places like the south where like this is kind of recent for I yeah. mean it's happened I mean when I lived there it happened but I feel like that was like maybe one of the first it was always like Tornado Alley has effectively like moved within the past few years um, so I kind of want to talk about a little bit of like tornado safety uh, just from like growing up from the Midwest and like what I know and I guess like what you've like yeah are feeling okay about it um, so I live on like a two-story and so my question is it's like okay if I'm on a two-story do I go into my garage right is that safe enough like what is the risk mitigation there like staying or going down low. Um, But I think what I would do is I would get, go to the bathtub and if it was like really sketchy, 
uh, get a mattress and put it over the bathtub if you don't yeah. have a uh, if you don't have a basement. Um, and then also just wanting to kind of like touch on like the conditions of like a tornado. It can look really dark, like dark gray, black, everything green. Seems, yeah, like yellowish tinge to everything. It's really creepy. and you're just kind of like ooh. And so when you see that, and you can also kind of feel this stillness in the air, um, where it's just kind of it's more thick. Um, so like actually the same storm system that hit New Orleans set off a tornado warning in St. Petersburg, Florida. So that I don't yeah. think anything I don't think it touched down, but like yeah. it, it's just happening everywhere. Um, but, so that, just, but there were but there were tornadoes like a week earlier in like Orlando mm-hmm. that took out a guy's yeah. house. Like uh-huh. there were tornadoes yeah. in Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw so a TikTok, like a TikTok from to, a girl who got dragged across a Walmart parking lot. Like, yeah, I mean, this same system my friend uh, told me about in Texas had touchdowns, then Kayleen, and then all the way made its way. It just made its way east. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, there's some like preventative things for that, and I, I will say it's usually they have an idea. Um, a few days in advance also so you can kind of like plan around it Um, they're they're like these are the right conditions and unfortunately uh, just the way the weather situations are going the ripe conditions are usually ripe enough so yeah yeah, at least some practicality side of it on the uh, on the end stage capitalism side here at entrepreneurs we can at least Mm -hmm. have some disaster preparedness yeah Um, my plan has always been my my bathroom Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, you have a good bathroom for that. Yeah, no windows. No windows. Yeah, and um, it's interior because you're a double. Yeah, and it's also, it's a fairly narrow room, so if the walls mm-hmm. collapsed, they'd collapse on each other and not on me. Mm. That's a good good thought. Yeah. Um, I Before we hop into tarot time, I want to talk about how you did the Five of Wands last week, and Will Smith smacked Chris Rock, and I yep. was like, that is big Five of Wands energy. I also, man, just uh, the plight of a Libra in Aries season. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. There was some, yeah, somebody pulled up his, uh, one of the first TikToks I saw oh was someone pulling up Will Smith's chart and comparing it to where it was right now. He's got a lot of transits happening. <laughs> and so I was also funny. just like, I was also just like, ooh, we, can we tell that Mercury moved into Aries today? <laughs> oh my God. It's, I think, yeah, we say this all the time, the veil's getting thinner, but I think also it's a very good representation of, like, the collective feralness and absurdity we're all kind of experiencing. Right. Like... Uh, yeah. When was it, like... Who in their right mind imagined that someone would get bitch-slapped on the, at the Oscars? <laughs> that's MTV Movie Awards behavior. I know. That's, like... I mean, it's giving Super Bowl Janet Jackson... Like, it's giving, I mean, I think Kanye West is probably pissed that he's not the most notorious award show interrupter now. Everybody was saying that if you would have told me a, grab, a Grammy-nominated rapper would slap somebody at the Oscars, I would have 100% not been, yeah. said Kanye. Yeah. I think everybody's just kind of like, we're all in our Kanye era. Like, yeah. we're all just fucking... Well, apparently even Will Smith's in his Kanye era. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah. Um, Interesting, interesting reading, Kayleen, for the collective. Will and Jada, call me. Call me Will and Jada. Oh my god! As the world descends, our I'll superpowers get more stupid. So, yep. <laughs> yeah, look at yeah, my powers for good. No, my powers for pop culture. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's go into tarot time. Yeah, all right. What's what's going to happen uh, in the world of pop culture this oh week? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if, like, fuck the collective. What's the gossip? Uh, I want some blind items, please. Yeah. <laughs> what's going on with our pets? <laughs> All right, so what will this will be first week of April? Yeah. Yeah. Spring has sprung, my friends. Hit me spring, baby. Hit me spring. Mm -hmm. I also was, I had a funny moment when I realized that, like, my busy season, um, 
tapers off immensely when Aries season ends. <laughs> Nobody wants to get married <laughs> in Taurus season. What can I say? Too stable. <laughs> the Wheel of Fortune. Oh, God. This bitch. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Sometimes this can be comforting. Some, I, I think that this is just a good reminder that your state of being is not a constant. Um, so... For me, I see this right now, and I'm like, okay, I won't be busy forever. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, that This is just the moment that I'm in, and the wheel is going to keep turning. Um, and everything is cyclical. And so, um, just because you're in a moment doesn't mean that that moment's going to be uh, your whole story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it's also worth noting that this card is ruled by Jupiter, uh, which can be very favorable and good luck. Um, yeah. And I think it's also, I think it's a Sagittarius card. I'm not positive on that one. But that's also be- very big, like, movement energy. Yeah. Um, one of the things I really like about the depiction of uh, Fortune in this deck is that much like Justice, she is blindfolded. Mm. So it, it is like, oh. it's almost like Fortune isn't, uh, it's not personal. Mm-hmm. It's just, it is, uh, it's blind, it's universal, it's something that happens to all of us without discrimination. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel that. Um, I will also say, I personally view this card as, like, fate or destiny. Yeah. Um, like, something fated is going to happen. Like, when I've pulled it in times, it's, 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 um, I would say it's very similar to a the tower card in the sense that it is a moment yeah and it is usually very definable it's like a, it's it, not it like reminds, a vibe it's like it usually reminds a moment. me of the of the saying what is for me will not pass me mm. yeah so the wheel of fortune babies i guess yep. be open and just go with the flow i guess yeah. that's the best advice for the wheel when of fortune I tell people when we pull the wheel of fortune is you know if you are in a low point take comfort um, because the wheel's going to keep turning and things will look up eventually. And if you're at a high point, take a minute to savor it because and, be, and express gratitude because mm-hmm. nothing lasts forever. And if you're in the middle, get ready for middle, an up or down. Just, uh, yeah. just take it easy. <laughs> take it easy. <laughs> take it easy. <laughs> take it easy. <laughs> All right. So let's head on into our main dish. Set the table. We are serving the main dish. Um, yes. So this one we can go a lot of different places with. Um, and I guess we'll let the Wheel of Fortune kind of decide where, hey. where we're going with this one. But we're going to talk about social media trends. Great. So I think I am like an online business owner and... Whoever is listening to this, you at least, you know, even if you're not on social media, like, honestly, good for you. If you just listen to podcasts and you're not on social media, like, you're you're better than me. And that's okay. It's the wheel. It's the wheel of fortune. Yeah, um, what do you do with your phone? Throw it like, in the river. <laughs> flip phone, baby. Um, how could you listen? Okay, podcasts on a flip phone, though. They could listen anyway. to it on their desktop. I listen to podcasts on my desktop. I forget about that. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I try to do as much as I can on my desktop versus phone because I, need I have a this whole... I, I want to share this theory as to why social media, kind of like why we've gotten here. Um, this is a crackpot theory. I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast before, but, you know, if you're just coming here, here it is again, a, a crackpot theory. So, and... Um, If you, like, do yoga, you are, like, familiar with all the different, like, hand mudras. And, like, these different mudras and the way that you move your hands dictate, like, the energy that you're getting in. So the difference between being on a desktop and, like, using your keyboard and you're doing this tapping motion, which if y'all know about, like, like the tapping kind of healing, like, it's it generates energy, like, on your fingertips. Like, if you just, like, take your fingers and, like, tap it on a table right now like you'll feel that versus on your phone 
you're getting stuck in this hand repetition where you're just flipping, 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 and it's kind of hypnotizing you and you're getting into this zone. And I think that's why the scrolling is so much more powerful and why we got stuck in the scroll is because we're just repeating this motion over and over versus like tapping on our phones. Mm. Um, So me saying that, where are we going from here? Kayleen. Yeah, I don't, um, I, we kind of, we're, uh, there is something kind of big happened in social media this week that honestly a lot of people probably may have missed because they're, I they, didn't know about it until it you wasn't told me. announced very loudly, but, um, Instagram brought back the chronological feed feature, which, mm. um, I don't know how long this was ago, but when, when Instagram first started, you saw everything, all the every grid story uh, that came across your feed was some, was in chronological order. It was you would just like scroll back f- until you got to the point where you had stopped scrolling the day before, and that would be you getting updated on all the people that you followed. Um, and a few years ago, I can't remember exactly when they changed that, and they changed it to an algorithm that shows you posts based on I don't know what. A lot of people think that they have, like, hacked the algorithm or they know what to do or how to post or what the algorithm favors, but in reality it changes all the time and, like, anybody who says that they're an expert on the Instagram algorithm is just, uh, is selling you something, which is fine, but just nobody has the secret. It's It changes all the time. Uh, but this week they brought it back they didn't announce it very loudly how did you you hear about it i saw somebody post a a, saw a few people post story instagram stories about it um you have to go in and you have to change it in settings manually to Mm. go back to chronological versus algorithmic Mm. but i have to wonder and i mean because i mean when they changed it it was a big deal it was like scary to people who had their businesses on instagram change Years ago, years ago, I feel like it was probably like 2015, 2016. Yeah, yeah. Um, But people had their businesses on Instagram, and they were like, "What if, what if my business posts get completely lost because Mm -hmm. I don't know what this algorithm favors, or the algorithm decides I don't, my stuff isn't relevant anymore?" Or, you know, it was really scary for people who were making their living, and it was like one of those big lessons of like, social media is is not for you like social media isn't a mm-hmm. service for you and it's not a permanent yeah um, you and that if your entire you. business is on instagram you're you're playing a very risky game mm-hmm. yeah or like zuckerberg just decides like okay we're going all in on meta or yeah. uh, uh m- more sus like for example like russia like uh instagram just left russia they don't have an account there, you know, and that's uh, that's the power that these corporate conglomerates I'm sure there's a lot of big and small business owners in Russia that were using mm-hmm. Instagram mm-hmm. to sell their shit. Yeah, and then it's just like, okay, here we go. Um, so staying fluid with that, I don't think. Hmm. Instagram in five years. Bop or flop? Probably. I mean, five years, flop. It's already flopping. It's in its flop, flop. era. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, on the de- Instagram's on the decline as much as it's my own, like, personal, fav- like, safety, mm-hmm. like, blanket. It's, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. I attended a TikTok workshop last night. Yeah. And basically, it was a lot of people... Like, uh, it was a lot of, like, coaches and mystical people who have their business on Instagram and want to move it to TikTok. Um, And that's a totally different game also, just because I know, personally, from selling on Instagram and, like, running, pretty much having, like, maybe a, a huge chunk of leads come from Instagram there's a lot more money on Instagram than there is on TikTok, period. Like, you can look at people's profiles and see, like, what they're charging on on Instagram versus TikTok, and that is different. And I think also, because Instagram is skewing older, 
Um, but even a few years ago, like in like 2016, when I would say it was still younger, you know, like people were in their 20s, early 20s, still using like Instagram a lot. It's just kind of like the price point was always there. Um, so it's changing. Like TikTok just in- introduced stories, for example. Have you seen, do you have that feature yet there? Yeah, but I, yeah, I don't fully understand it, but I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't understand, I understand it because I understand Instagram stories, but I don't understand why it's on TikTok. Yeah, because it's not like the line, so how I like to look at stories, I like the line of the people I follow at the top, Right. like that line. There's no line on TikTok. So how would I really know if somebody posted something? So how I know is if somebody likes one of my videos and then I see that they have the ring around it that they've posted a story mm-hmm. but I'm not interested enough uh, to really. seek out people's stories no but I get That's why not what I, do- I use TikTok for yet you know yet. this right. is the thing though like because they're trying to get it to because like YouTube has stories also um, so everybody's oh, yeah. just kind of borrowing. And Instagram has reels. and mm-hmm. Everybody's just all kind of like borrowing different things. But I think for Nugget. me. Sorry. Cat what's problems. Our, what's our boy doing? He's trying to climb into my closet. Get out of there. Nuggy. Nugget. That's, get out. That's my boyfriend. Yeah. He's, he's being he's a menace. Kinda, he's kind of naughty sometimes. Yeah. It's okay. He's wild. He's just a wild man. Um, So I think there's like a lot of borrowing. And let's talk about our favorite social medias um, or like ways to consume information. My favorite is podcasts, email marketing newsletters. I love reading those. I feel productive when I read an email newsletter. I'm just like, this is fun. Like, again, stuff I can do on my desktop and YouTube. Stuff I can do on my desktop. Basically, like, shit on my phone. I It's not great for my mental health, and I do feel better when I'm doing things on my desktop. So those yeah. are my top three, I'd say. I, I really like Instagram to keep tabs on people I know mm-hmm. like when it comes to trying to track a developing situation right Twitter all the way baby Twitter yeah. Twitter is Twitter is is the moment it is real time it is it I mean yeah Breaking. Twitter Twitter uh, after Will Smith slapped Chris Rock was very similar to Twitter after Donald Trump got COVID energy. I oh was like, my oh, gosh. I was like, oh, I was ready to like go to bed. Now I can't. Like I can't fall asleep knowing what's going on on Twitter right now. Yeah, wait, what was the reaction on Twitter to that? Was it? It was like a whole. It was it. It happened so fast, and it was like a first. It was like people speculating whether or not it was part of the show or not mm-hmm. and then people realizing that it wasn't and then people in Australia and Japan posting uncensored feeds of what happened so and everyone's like oh no it wasn't staged and then and then it was just like a flurry of it was chaotic oh that's a good word yeah. to mean a flurry it was a flurry a yeah. flurry of reactions well i think and people and being like wait 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 wait. he's they're just gonna let him he's just sitting like he can just he's just watching the rest of the oh he won what <laughs> like yeah. yeah yeah it's um definitely a very fiery energy and i think it's also kind of like how how long it's a very good example of the collective as well like how long has there been an oscars people don't know how to act Almost like, 100 years, yeah. No, like, with COVID and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's a 100-year-old institution, but we had, like, what, a, a one- or two-year break, and everyone went feral? Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's just, like, the, the movie industry completely changed. It's just, like, we're out here, you know, these these business owners are just people. They're just like, oh, my God, they're changing it again. Nugget. Well, these people that have been living this very cushy life, they're just like, holy shit, is my industry obsolete? And I think we're going to see a lot more cracks 
like yeah. this come as people realize that their industry is obsolete. Um, and yeah. that, like, fuck, what do I do? I'm angry. Yeah, I, I'm going to take, like, a physical expression of that anger because that's, uh, like it or not, it is human behavior and it is natural behavior. We can pretend yeah. that, like, hitting people isn't natural, but it is. It's always been natural, you know? Right. Like, it's, you and, see a baby a, hit somebody. Where did they learn that? They didn't. That's instinct. It's fuck around and find out. For sure. I love that. Honestly, I love that. <laughs> That was that was my reaction. I was like, oh yeah, I get. Sometimes you just gotta get your shit rocked. I, I don't know. Play stupid games, win, win stupid, stupid prizes. prizes. Or what's the audio? The TikTok audio. If you're gonna be stupid, you better be tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, I think like that's like a whole thing that'll like kind of play into social media too. Are like these bigger trends of like. Where are people going? What do they actually want? Do people, I guess in the grand scheme of things, how, because I have my own idea of what's going to happen, but I, I feel like it is a bit optimistic because I think right now the the big tech is is hedging on us to collectively spiral downward. They are hedging on us not taking care of our mental health. They are hedging on us uh, self-sabotaging and hurting ourselves with like this addictive social media. Like that's what they want us to happen. But this is gonna be a bit woo, but I, I believe in humanity and I'm experienced it and a lot of other people are experiencing as well. And um, I think people can only take so much until they revolt and they have a sort of uh, awakening of a consciousness awakening, kind of like a renaissance, if you will, like um, of just like, fuck, no, I can't do that anymore. You know, and I think we're seeing that like still with people leaving their jobs. It's the highest rate. February's rate of resignation was the same as August. We are still right there. People are still quitting their jobs. And I think that they're, I think collectively, we're gonna walk away from shit that is killing our serotonin and 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 not regulating us and making us super nervous. Um, yeah, I'm also just like, what, what else is there to conquer media-wise? Like, Twitter was words, Instagram was pictures, TikTok is video. What else? In the metaverse. The metaverse. I but like I don't even know what the fuck that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just I, I, you say like I hear metaverse. I hear metaverse and I think of Second Life, and I'm like that was a flop. Whatever. Yeah, I think. I will say this: a lot of people making money are making a lot of like anybody kind of entering into that space. Is, there's a there's a lot of money behind it. I guess that's the only thing I can say. Do but just because there's a lot of money behind something doesn't mean that there's mass adoption. Because right. I think a hedge for the metaverse is a hedge for collective destruction of the of of the self. I think it's like like oh wow I spent eight hours in the metaverse I am very mentally healthy no no I, and I think everybody knows that and I think that there will be a resistance against it because yeah I just like I imagine like I don't know in college the big thing in college I remember was like knowing people who flunked out because they couldn't step away from World of Warcraft mm-hmm. Like multiple people, I knew yeah. people who who like who whose relationships were ruined because they had mm -hmm. to break up with their boyfriend because he would not step away from World of Warcraft. Like I don't know, it's mm -hmm. just like it's the same vibe I get. It's like World of Warcraft, Sims, Second Life, like. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there was a moment where people realized that that was like not a way to live a life, and it it did not catch on. There, I think, like it's enticing people to kind of shill it, if you will, because there's a lot of money in it. I had a project that was like gonna be like featured in the metaverse. It wasn't an NFT or anything. It was like a development project. And the amount of meetings and money and excitement there was in Web3 is phenomenal. 
it, and, and it's just like, like there's this writer I follow on TikTok and she's like, I make 300,000 a year as a freelance writer. And then you go to her profile and she's a web three writer. And you're just like, okay, like, yeah, you're, ma- you're in, <laughs> you're in fake tech, you know? Yeah. Um, and like all of these showcases, it's all web three stuff. But I, I will say listeners, you define the answer. Um, what you use also uses you. So whatever you want, I think the we're, you know, I think we're just like kind of baiting people with money to like get into this. But at the end of the day, if you don't want to do something, you don't have to. And, and maybe the more radical thing is to not. Um, because, you know, think about like your mental health and like how you're feeling about that. Um, and I think just the fact that a lot of people are like scared about the metaverse and stuff like that, I think that is uh, natural. Because remember when the, they had the smartphones and they were like, oh my gosh, like we were like kind of scared. People were scared at first and they should have been. They fucking should have been. We're having civil wars caused by our freaking phones now. You know, like it's it's not, it's not like, it, I there is good, but I, I would say it's net bad. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, I think it depends on the, A, how good is our electrical g- grid going to be? Like, not promising. Not promising. Yeah. Can confirm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even our, um, we had Tiffany on, the disaster prepper. She was posting a series of TikToks. She was without power for 30 hours in, in, in Brooklyn just because. Why? I don't know. I, I didn't wow. see the TikTok, but I honestly, from what I'm hearing about people that are living in New York, they just like don't have hot water sometimes. And like, I don't know what her situation was, but to me, it just seems like the grid's going to grid, you right. know, like, <laughs> so um, I don't know how far they can like really push that uh, in terms of social media. I unpopular opinion I think five years I don't think it'll be as big I think it's a bubble and I think it's about to burst I don't think people's mental health can handle it and the more that people are forced to respond to this trauma and this collective grief and this despair they're going to realize they can't continue to bury themselves in in a scroll in a deep scroll because it will not keep them alive they will realize that big tech is trying to kill us um, and then the choice is yours of like what you want to do from there. That's my hot take. What do you think, Kayleen? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I feel like we're, I don't know. We general consensus on this podcast is that we're hurtling towards apocalypse. And I just know, like, listen, uh, I w- had to like, yeah, when, when shit gets real and you're in a natural disaster or like it feels like the world is ending, your phone is a is a communication tool and that's it like mm-hmm. i deleted tiktok off my phone when i didn't after the hurricane because mm-hmm. i kept getting notifications but i couldn't open the app and so it stressed me out so i deleted it and it took me weeks to get back on it mm-hmm. um it's not a priority when shit hits the fan you don't you're not going to care about instagram stories except for as a way to communicate survival and survive with other people um but there are so many different ways like if instagram went down we'd use signal like Mm -hmm. it's just it's it's yeah and honestly even the amount of like wellness checks you did just by like i know somebody that lives here let me yeah you know yeah it was yeah but it was i mean like when in the days after immediately following the hurricane, all I could use my phone for was texting. Like, it mm-hmm. literally couldn't do anything else. Mm-hmm. It didn't have the, it didn't have the, like, the power or the signal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, no, and as the, as the climate crisis worsens, our relationship to our phones and social media are definitely going to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's pretty uh, humbling perspective there, honestly. Yeah. Because I think, uh, I think sometimes we get these numbers stuck in our head of like, it'll take this long to form a habit. 
And it's right. like, or I could just not have power for like two weeks. Yeah. You could and just then have guess a complete... what? I don't fucking think about it at all. It's yeah. gone. Not addicted. Yeah, you could just have a complete, right. a complete abrupt disruption to your routine. Fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, time is not linear. Um, yeah, so I guess... There, yeah, there, there we have it. Um, we'll see. I think I keep saying this. We'll see what happens this summer. Um, <laughs> in term, because even I feel like with the Russia Ukraine invasion, so so many people like publicly took a step away from social media. They're like, sorry, I can't see like children getting bombed. I don't like. I'm taking a break. Yeah, and then and it's like it's also at what point is it. what's the line between like staying uh, like being aware and staying informed and trauma porn Mm -hmm. and shit that is just gonna fuck with your head and not help anybody Mm -hmm. like it does not it does not give you any kind of moral upper hand to expose yourself to upsetting and traumatizing things Mm -hmm. over and over and over again yeah because you're You're not more informed because you're just depleting your cup yeah. And you're, you're not you're like, fucking up. You're fucking yourself up. Yeah. That's not helpful. Yeah. Because you need to be a support for people that need a support. Right. And like right. You being frazzle dazzled. It's not going to because of pixels. Yeah. Or just the, yeah, have just like a, a constant like adrenaline dump. That's mm-hmm. burnout, baby. Yeah. Interesting stuff. So I don't know, listeners. Uh curious as to what y'all think um i think I love you're that right every other podcast talking about social media trends are going to be like i think that this kind of video is going to be more popular this spring oh my god <laughs> and we're just like the world is ending <laughs> delete instagram from your phones yeah um well you know we're like top 100 in poland baby yeah so um yeah, I, I I think sometimes it's just you can see the future. Like <laughs> it's not that hard to be a fortune teller, you know. Like writings on the wall, baby. Signs are right there. Um, but take him or leave him. I haven't watched his info recently, but Russell Brand has a very interesting take on. Basically, the apocalypse. I think Russell Brand might be a racist now. I can't. Are you serious? Yeah, I think he. God damn it! I think he might be. I think he might have gone back around to alt right. What? Hold on. I feel like I saw. Oh man! Yeah, I know. I I loved him too. It was good. He had a cheeky point of view of like the apocalypse is happening and everybody's going to have a spiritual awakening. And I really vibed with that, but I'm not surprised that that's, that's what happens with these, uh, spiritualists who get a community. They just kind of loop on back to. Yeah. Fucking... Yeah. He's in, he's in full, uh, YouTube oh. conspiracy theorist mode now. Oh man. Well, listeners don't, uh, I, I don't vouch for that. Um, but I guess Elon Musk is defending Russell Brand. <laughs> well then, Interesting. I stayed away from that for honestly since I haven't really watched any of his stuff since before the pandemic. And yeah, yeah I guess people brain poison. Uh, people do uh, lots of Uno reverses. So he has been famous for the Uno reverse. He was an addict turned spiritual guru turned I don't know whatever this is now. Uh, Elon Musk apologist. <laughs> Okay, scratch that one. Um, well, in, in other news of spicy hot takes, uh, we're going to go into our bro book review. Hey. Bro book reviews. I read a bro book every week so you don't have to. So this one. I bet Russell is- Brand approves of this book. Yeah, and honestly, I don't know. At least his character in Forgetting Sarah Marshall does, would, I would imagine. Is, that movie is so iconic. It's my favorite romantic comedy. It's um, Could you imagine a better one? I'm going to just say this. This is not a bro book review, but one time I was in L.A. and Jason Segal walked in, and I have such a crush on him. 
And he's so tall. uh, So goofy. He lives in, I forget what neighborhood I was in, but he lives in there. And he like, my friend was actually just telling me that he like goes on dates there and he saw me and I smiled and he gave me fuck me eyebrows. He said, uh, and then I was like this I, I was with climbed him like a tree yeah I was like I was like this is like one of my biggest celebrity crushes and I didn't say hello because I was with this really cool stylist and she's like oh my god I see celebrities all the time and I was just like but have you seen the puppet master singer like <laughs> Have you seen the Muppet Boy? (laughs) I was like, this isn't any celebrity, you fool. (laughs) This is the man who wrote the Dracula musical. (laughs) A legend, an icon, a visionary. (laughs) Um, All right. God. I, I really... I... Okay, I've started naming this and I, and instead of feeling ashamed of it I just do a dance and anytime I'm like like this for example Jason Seagal gives me fuck me eyebrows I have a little song that I sing and Kayleen don't hate me but I go male validation male validation I got male validation and I'm good so instead of trying to pretend it it's a darker side but let's just, just name ag- it and have a little fun acknowledge that this is a thing that you seek out like it through no fault of your own <laughs> then move on yeah, so if y'all you know you, you don't need to be angry about it just sing a dumb little song and then uh yeah good day good good day sir <laughs> um okay so here's the tea the secret hey flopper bop kayleen flopper bop i'd say it's a bop i think it's a bop too. i think the secret's a bop <laughs> I think it's the it is the hottest thing to shit talk. Everybody loves shit talking the secret. The Even secret people is who fucking camp. live it. It's camp. It's camp. Who wrote the secret? The secret? Is camp. Who wrote the secret? Rhonda Byrne. Rhonda? Yeah. Mm. She um, started all of this. I mean, talk about It's a document. They they made it into a movie, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I need to make a TikTok on the secret. How the I secret. think it's a bop. <laughs> the secret's a bop. It is like, and and honestly, like I said, I think everybody loves to talk shit about the secret, but then out of the other corner of their mouth, talk about how much they're manifesting their fucking dream. Oh yeah, and they found a better way to do it. Yeah, no, dude, the secret is the blueprint. It is. They're just like law of attraction. No, none of these. None it. of these. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, witch talk, spiritual gurus would ha- would have shit without the secret. The secret walked so you could fucking fly, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so that you could pay your bills with with YouTube ad revenue. Like, calm down. Stop yeah. talking shit about Rhonda. Yeah, right? <laughs> Hate the game, not the players. Stop. <laughs> like, so, okay, let me describe the secret. And yeah, also, if you, if you have survived to our the year of our Lord 2022 without hearing about the secret, open up your ears. Welcome, Polish listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the secret is basically, I would say, like, one of the first books that so Oprah, it got a stamp of approval by Oprah, which, by the way, she is completely woo now. I didn't know, but um, completely woo. So there you go. So the proof is in the pudding. Um, and it's just about these hacks of how to manifest things. And it's very much giving, is this psychosis or is this manifestation? So like one of the hacks that she gives is she's like, get a bill. And whenever you get a bill, pretend that there are three zeros added to it and then make yourself so excited and pretend that that you are receiving money and start. She was like, I would pretend that my bills were checks and I would cry with so much gratitude because I couldn't believe I had this much money. And and it's this whole like vibration right this idea that you're like changing your vibration and like it it comes back to camp it comes back to being a fucking actor because a good actor you're not acting anymore you are living that experience of that character um i it's just theater training honestly is what this whole book is um 
Yeah, and it's it's being committed and convicted in what you do. So when I read this book, I read this book as a 20-year-old, and I was like, oh my God, I feel it's like such a vibe. I ran into my friend on the street when I lived in Chicago, and he was like, oh, hey, Anna, what's up? I was like, hey. He was like, do you want to smoke a joint? He's like, I, I got a joint. And I was like, fuck yeah, I do. Just like gr- great day, right? I was just yeah. downtown, ran into a stranger or a friend. The, vi- the vibes were aligned. And then I get home and uh, I remember I was like, I want to try to manifest something. I was like, you know what? I want to get some like new furniture for my bedroom. I, I shit you not. I come home and they have my roommates moved a bunch of furniture into my bedroom because they were like, yeah, the neighbor moved out and they were getting rid of this and like, you don't have any furniture in here. So we just moved all this into your room. Hope it's okay. And I was just like, this is a bop. Oh yeah. I've totally totally manifested a couch before. Yeah. Tell us about it. Um, So when I first moved down to New Orleans, like we did not, I moved with my partner at the time and we had nothing. We literally just like got rid of all of our shit in Florida and packed my SUV and drove here. And we were just like, all of our furniture is garbage anyway. We will just like sleep on an air mattress and buy shit when we're there. And so I saw this great like couch on Craigslist. It was, like, a, something from, like, World Market. It was, like, an $800 couch. He was selling it for, like, 200 bucks. So I messaged him. And he was like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. I, I had needed to get it out of my house. I just dropped it off at Habitat for Humanity, like, 30 minutes ago. And I was like, we're going to Habitat for Humanity. We go to Habitat for Humanity. Nobody's heard of this fucking couch. And there's mm. only one in town. So we're at, but they have other couches and there's like a decent deal on whatever. So we find one that we kind of like and we're just like, okay, we buy it. We're going to pick it up tomorrow. We're going to get like a, we're going to rent a U-Haul for a day and pick it up tomorrow. We come back the next day and there sitting next to the couch, we're about to load onto our, into our U-Haul is the, is the couch that I saw on Craigslist for $35. Whoa. That no one had any record of do- of receiving the day before. Like it wasn't in the back. It wasn't at it. Like it was there. Was no one. Wow. Um, and the guy was like, "No, I definitely dropped it off there. Like a, a, like a few hours ago, and no one had seen it. No one. And then so they <laughs> That's let it. They, wormhole behavior. They re they they refunded us for the other couch and and we bought the thirty five dollar beautiful. world market couch wow and that's that's the story of that couch and that's that's where I came that's where I came up with my mantra which is the universe is conspiring in my favor Mm -hmm. and that's been my thing ever since yeah I um (sighs) I mean I I think manifestation is incredible I mean I just think you know I, I think it's time it's just like I think it's just like wormhole and behavior. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. What I like to say to the skeptics, even if it is all just a coincidence, isn't it great to just like express gratitude mm-hmm. for those coincidence those coincidences? Mm-hmm. Isn't it what is the harm in viewing them as something that is like divinely favored? Mhm. Yeah. Stranger stranger things have happened. Yeah, what's the what's what's so bad about finding magic in the mundane? Fuck yeah, off. Yeah, and and I think um, I think it's also like the the amount that the world has changed in the past ten years. You don't you think that's a coincidence? You know what I mean? Like are, 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 are people. It's it's magicians, you know, and we're calling it different. We're talking it like we're saying it's like tech innovation and we're using all these different words. But it's just like you made something out of fucking nothing. And it was bananas. This technology is bananas. Like so. Yeah. Like and and also like maybe this is a whole nother conversation. But a lot of like these ideas of uh, big entrepreneurs get and these, you know, CEOs I think that's divine. I don't think they had that idea of theirs. I think, you know, like, what do you think inspiration is? You think that comes from, I guess that's, you know, your belief system of whether or not you are believing in, like, a higher like consciousness the, or whatever. I like whatever, the Liz Gilbert TED Talk version of inspiration, that it is not something that you have within you. It is something that 
yeah visits visits upon you which then kind of right. takes the pressure out of uh yeah. having to be a genius all the time yeah you're if just it's like, just I a don't thing know. that's gonna it's, it's just a thing that's yeah if you if you have not seen the liz gilbert ted talk it's it's very good yeah and i mean i've been having these things happen i'm not gonna go super into it but like basically these huge meditations and these visions and then my friends are having dreams describing the visions and then I'm getting like these grandiose invitations getting like like, crazy synchronicities yeah Yeah. I mean it's just the wormhole we're just deep in the wormhole I feel like but I will say I don't think any I have not read the secret I don't think you have to I think you can watch a YouTube recap it It depends I mean I'm never going to tell anybody not to read a book uh, that's so. the whole point of this segment. Stop. <laughs> I recommend some. Well, okay. the secret is very easy to read, and like, just I feel like consuming. You don't camp. have to. I'm just saying you don't have to. You don't have to do anything. Do whatever you want. Um, you don't have but, to read it you know, to get something if, out uh, of it. If a, a little climate disaster happens and you're without power or the grid fails. Why not read The Secret? Because I will say, I feel like my powers, my telepathic like abilities um, are stronger when I don't have my phone. So when I would travel and like my phone would die or I didn't, listeners, I didn't have a phone for years. Uh, and that's when I knew some wild shit was going to happen and I was going to run into people who were just going to like be these people that came out of my imagination because I think we give a lot of our power away to screens. Um, I think... I I would be very interested in hearing an argument uh, against that. I that is an inter- that's a hill that I will die on. Um, but yeah. So, anywho, throw your phone away, read the secret, and uh, if there's a tornado, go in a bathtub and uh, put a mattress over it. So that's. <laughs> That's the just, episode. Just uh, just try to survive airy season, everyone. <laughs> Thank you, Cancer. <laughs> hey. Um, anyway, you can find me at Swamp Witch with four eyes on Instagram or at Candles Unincorporated. Um, uh, visit the podcast at entrepreneurs.com. Leave us a review on Apple. We are collecting some of those as um, we climb yeah, the rankings. Yeah, sign up for Time Benders if you want to join our like digital productivity weekly session. It's fun. We get some dance breaks. Um, mm-hmm. And then we are visit me at TikTok, thefake.guru, or Instagram. And we are so excited to have you listening and season four baby Aries season, season four we're Wheel about to hit we're about to hit our first birthday wow wow good for us wow. good for us you know what and if shit does hit the fan we will be broadcasting this on am radio <laughs> cb radio baby <laughs> Woo! all right have a gay day